Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. I'm Heather. And Heather is here this week. Heather, why are you here this week? Um, I just like to get a little get a little Atlas, hang out, good vibes. And you brought us some beer. I did. Like any good That's visitor good. to Atlas, you right. brought us some beer. Yeah. Oh, I you instantly went to the top of my favorites list after, At, after well, this. So. Only your favorite recruiter brings a suitcase of beer with them. That is absolutely That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and only Southwest would allow you to check a bag for free. He didn't even check it. That was yep. better than packaging it up and shipping it up. Yeah. yeah. Totally there free. You go. That's that's the magic of Southwest. And H E B. Okay, so legit. Crawford Bach from is it Carbach? Carbach? Mm-hmm. Carbach Brewing. Carbach Brewing Company mm-hmm. in Houston, Texas. Tell me so it you'll see the picture there on the uh Wherever you're listening to it, Spotify yeah. or wherever you're listening, yep. it looks like the Houston Astros logo. It is. This was special made from Carbach for the Astros. Crawford Bach actually plays on our Crawford box, which is where the off of third base, if you look mm-hmm. straight out, where everybody hits their home runs. So that's where you kind of want to sit where those home runs hit. So mm. Crawford boxes. So where all the right where all the right handers tee off then. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. I was right. in there. So, good so beer. is it actually a Bach? Is that what it's? Uh, mm. yes. You're the beer drinker. Yeah, it is. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. We do a lot of Bachs down there because we have a lot of Germans. Down in Texas. Yeah. Oh, okay. A lot of Germans. Mm, yeah. They came in through Galveston. That's a whole other session. Up from Mexico, I assume, maybe? From our Cinco de Mayo? No. Our last episode no. that we talked about. Yeah. Different. No? Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> Germans uh, in Mexico. <laughs> It's hey, a real thing. You'll you hear laugh. it. You'll hear it on the internet. Wow. Yeah. Listen to the Cinco okay. de Mayo episode. And nice. In the future, in the past, yeah. There we go. Cool. So on the can, what's even easier than jacking a dinger into the Crawford boxes? How about cracking open a delicious Crawford Bach? Mm. I love that. I like it too. And then it says, recycle, damn it. It does say that. On there. <laughs> love that. You know, it's like a... Who's that actor that always used to do the Texas... Mm. <sighs> George W. Bush? No, the really cute one. The I can't remember. Oh, Chuck Norris. No. Mm, definitely oh, Chuck okay, Norris. Okay, this is going I a mean, whole different sideways. Uh, no. <laughs> the all right, all right, all right. Yes. Matthew McConaughey. Matthew K. McConaughey, yeah. yes. Yes. I only got that off he's of the a big, cute one. He's a big, yeah. keep and Texas. Texas clean kind of guy. Oh, he's a Longhorns so. fan, right? Yeah. Austin. He shows up on the sidelines. Uh, yep. Yeah. All right, so. He sells whiskey. He's a whiskey guy? Yeah. And he sells Buicks. Oh, too. next time I'm going to bring no. you guys in a really good whiskey. Is it Buick that he's doing? The yes, it is Buick. Oh, yeah. It's like all the Buicks. Which, if you've ever watched Saturday Night Live, the Jim Carrey parody of those is, oh, of yeah, those pretty is good. hilarious. I poured mine completely wrong. No, you're totally fine. Thanks, Dolan. So, in, it, uh, Brian, I, I'm super interested to hear your take on because I know you did a little baseball. I know. Did you do anything on Bach? On a I did a little bit of Bach. Yeah, you want to start there? Because we n- not only we does have that not done it before a Bach doesn't just move a runner from one base well, to one a base. Balk. The same thing. The weird L. Balk has that L in it. That's strange. This you is B O C K. This is B O C K. It's a German style beer. Guess okay. what? Imagine that, right? I, thank you, Germany. Again. So, uh, it it started in Eisenbach, Germany, in the 1300s. That's the first time I could find history of this style of beer. Hmm. Uh, and then in the 1600s, it had made it to Munich, which is in southern Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, the language that they spoke, the type of German was different in north versus south at that time. Okay. Uh, and so when they called it an Einbach, because uh, that's what the town sounded like it was, like Eisenbach. Oh. So it was a, like a pronunciation error. 
Okay. And in the in the South, Einbach means Billy Goat, and that was just what the beer was called then at that point in time. Um, <laughs> All right, it's beer. a lager. Okay, it's cold. It's like a cold um, brewed lager, so it's on, um, like being fermented longer time over winter mm-hmm. to harsh out um, some of the extra malts that are in there. It's a little bit hoppier. And it's a little bit stronger than like a standard. Um, you know, lager that we would drink, mm-hmm. uh, some of those Mexican beers that we had um, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Um, these are usually in the six to seven percent range, alcohol wise. I don't, sh- I'm not sure I think what it was this one 5. is. Point six is what I there saw. There we go. I so that's good. Mm-hmm. Seven. And in the history of this beer, it was usually brought out to consume um, during Lent in Germany. Oh, okay. Uh, because it lined up with a when the beer was ready, and b uh, it kind of marked the end of winter and the beginning of spring and it was like a, a clean slate sort of thing oh. so this was the beer that they brought out to celebrate that sort of stuff um, and you might see the term Maybach mm-hmm. sometimes that means it's a little bit lighter than this and then a Doppelbach is just basically double this ah. so a little oh. bit stronger a lot maltier a mm-hmm. little more hops yeah, this, this one's, one's kind of right in the middle this one's really good smooth super easy to drink yeah really it's only 4.5 oh, I, I looked My but bad. And somehow that doesn't surprise me after drinking it. Like it is super smooth, mm-hmm. easy to drink. Mm-hmm. Kind of you could caramel biscuity sort of flavor to it. Very yeah, good. You could drink a lot of these, especially mm-hmm. at a baseball game. Yeah, it's a good. It's almost like a Mexican beer. Like almost, it's yeah. Got, without the citrus, mm-hmm. it's good. So the only other Bach that we've talked about in any length of time on this show mm-hmm. was Shiner Bach, mm-hmm. which is also down mm-hmm. in Texas. Actually, you're saying so. How far is that? Is that Shiner, Texas, from you? Do you know where that is? I want to say it's about three hours. Oh, okay. Yep. That's like five minutes from Texas time, right? Yeah, it's, that's exactly it's right. Ten tops. <laughs> mm, yeah. Texas is virtually its own country anyway, so oh. and it's huge. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Fun. Yeah. You ready for some Houston Astros stuff? I got. I, I dug up. I am. I would love some Houston so, Astros stuff. You, now you're a season ticket holder, right? Uh, no, no, I've never had season tickets. No? There's too many games. How are you going to even do that? That's not even true. Eighty-one. Yeah, yeah. so home many games. games. Plus the playoffs yeah, if you're no, lucky. No, no, no. No. Come on, that's a lot of baseball. No, we did, we did basketball, and we've done the Texans football, and that was good, mm-hmm. but. But no even even the Texans, it was hard to make it out for all those games. I was like, give it. I was like, please, somebody here, go. someone take these tickets. Please go. It's good to like do a pool with some people, yes. split them up, yes. and then you can still. Go. I think you have True. to do that with baseball. So one of the things that uh, my terrible team, the Royals, is doing this year, mm-hmm. they're doing a subscription service. Oh. So not un- unlike Netflix, so they were paying. It's like twenty nine dollars right. a month. Okay, and you can go to as many games as you can in that month for like thirty dollars. But it's like you know, standing ticket, mm-hmm. and if you want to upgrade. Depending on the game, you can pay five, ten extra bucks and go That's interesting. get different seats. But they're just trying to get butts in the seats. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't think the Astros have that problem. I Helps when you can win. Mm. I went to y'all's game last year when the Astros played Kansas City. That is a really nice stadium. It is fun. It was mm-hmm. really good. It's yeah. a good time. They didn't like us. There. No. So you guys will probably know this, but um, I, I went through and I just wanted to talk about a little bit of the history of the team as far as like some of their best players. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to hit Craig Biggio first, right? He's probably who comes to mind for He's a classic. our age classic. Um, a fan. Sure. Yeah. He is the all-time leader in at-bats, total bases, runs, plate appearances, singles, doubles, extra base hits, on-base percentage, hits in general. He had 3,060 outs made, hit by pitch, sacrifice hits. Wow. That's a lot of stat categories to lead a team that's been around for 60 years. It's no wonder... 
I re- I remember Berkman, Bagwell, and Biggio just kicking our ass, man. Man, they would just kill us. And so that's I'm not surprised by any of those stats right there. Yep. And then we got Jeff Bagwell. Mm-hmm. He's the all-time leader in RBIs, home runs, intentional walks, sack flies, and double plays grounded into. So he was going to hit it hard. He just couldn't run that fast. He's the first one that would wear his pants like super loose. Like he would he wear like baggy the, ones. Baggy, yeah. baggy pants. Like softball yeah. style. God, I always hated him for that too. He so. really started a trend. Yeah, he did. <laughs> kind of yeah. did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the all-time leader in home runs for the team. 449, Ooh. and the next closest is 130 less, and that's Lance Berkman. I hated that guy, too. And then I'll that's run good. you down the, the rest of them and see if there's any of these names that you know. Some of them you will, okay. and some of them I, I didn't know. BGO's next, then Jim Wynn. Nope. He's an oldie. Yep. Um, Glenn Davis. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Remember yeah. his baseball cards, yep. I'm guessing? Yes. Uh, Cesar Cedeno. He was there a long time, and he apparently was pretty fast because he's like their stolen base leader mm. of all time. Mm. Some guy named Bob Watson, I don't know. Yeah. Jose Cruz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was the dad of Jose Cruz Jr. Mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. 90s fans. Richard Hildalgo, mm-hmm. and then Carlos Lee. Carlos rounds Lee. it out. He yeah. was only there for a few short years, and he's made the top 10. Another first baseman, right? Carlos Lee, first yeah, base? Yeah, I think so. He was a big guy. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And then for pitching, the all-time ERA leader, Roger Clemens. Mm-hmm. The Rocket was? Yes, yeah. he was. Really? I looked Good. it up. He was there for three plus seasons Yeah, towards the end of his career. Yeah. He had like 36 wins in three years, which isn't too shabby. No. When he was like 38 or 39 years old. Yep. Um, the all-time wins leader, Joe Necro with 144. So- was Joe the knuckleballer or was that Phil? I think they both were. They both? Really? Because they both pitched like 20-something years. Yeah, they pitched forever. Um, Joe Negro also is the all-time starts leader for the Astros. So okay. he started over 300 games, and he won almost half of them. Wow. So hmm. uh, Roy Oswalt, mm-hmm. yep. 143. That's oh, yeah. good. Mike yeah. Scott, we know him mm-hmm. in the 80s. He was a, he was a t- uh, teammate with Mr. Glenn Davis. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Nolan Ryan comes in at number mm-hmm. six with 106 wins. Yeah. Nolan's right. Uh, he's from right around where I'm at. He's one city over. Oh, really? Alvin, Texas. Does he still live? There's actually another player. I, I We could Google it, but there's another one coming up right now. He's a pitcher, and he's doing amazing from Alvin. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Like in, in your AAA right now or double? No, no, he's in playing major leagues. Oh, now. he's he's playing mm-hmm. for the club. He, I think he might be playing for Houston. Hmm. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, Billy Wagner, he's their all-time yep. saves leader, and then of course Mr. Nolan Ryan is leading everybody by a long shot with the strikeouts. So mm-hmm. it didn't get a lot of wins, but he struck out everybody. Hmm. Seems like so he did strike out a lot. Almost of people. two thousand people mm-hmm. in his career with, with Houston. Main heater. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he was great. Yeah. So that's my Astros. Well, you're leaving out the best ones about Correa, Altuve, mm-hmm. that's, that's Springer. Those are our youngsters. Stuff, you know? it's current stuff. Can't yeah. wait. Okay. Yeah. Hope they do good. I mean, they've what, won 100 games two years in a row so far? Yeah. Like three. Getting a little bit going. of a rough start, but we're starting to see our bats. Yeah. So. Uh, there's a lot of guys on that team that I like a lot. They're just solid ball players. Alex Bregman's a solid ball player. Like okay, Carlos Correa, I don't know how you like you don't like that guy. No, love same him. with Altuve. Man. Altuve, Altuve. it's just Grinds like a good yeah. group of guys that love playing the game mm-hmm. and enjoy going out there every day and are nice to the fans. So good. it makes nobody's really a dirtbag. Hmm, that's helpful. Yeah, yeah. You know, you get those ones that get cocky and they're just like, uh, yeah, it's hard. You don't. Uh, what's what's your right fielder's name? What's his name? Uh, George Springer. Springer. Springer seems like he he has he has a little chip on his shoulder, maybe a little bit. 
maybe uh, he's always been kind of a good guy in the uh, Houston okay. area I think right. and I don't think that's bad yeah. I don't I mean he's not Joey yeah. Votto but he's not Hunter Pence yeah Hunter Pence oh Hunter Pence yeah, yeah he's good Hunter started off with the yep. Astros right he was with yeah. us yeah they went had to a lot the, I don't think he got a Houston. ring with us though no no he went to the was, Rockies and then mm-hmm. no I'm thinking of uh, Dexter Fowler he was in Giants for a long time I know yeah I'm thinking Dexter Fowler. Dexter uh, Fowler started off with you guys too, right? Yep. And yeah, then went look, to the Rockies. Look at all these names. Yeah. There's a lot of good players out there. Boy, I hope if you're listening, you like beer and baseball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, how can you not like beer and I, baseball? I think I they know. go together. They definitely go together. So. Yep. What do you got for us, Rich? So I, I just did some research on the brewery itself. I wanted to talk a little bit about the Crawford Box mm-hmm. and like where, why it's named that and stuff like that. But I'll, yep. I'll touch on the brewery information here real quick. Uh Carbach Brewing Company, uh, located at 2032 Carbach Street. I don't know if they just named the street after the brewery. Probably, or, once know, it was, became good. Be. Yeah. Uh, Houston, Texas. Brewery hours. It, so they have a full restaurant menu, uh, as well as the brewery. Um, the restaurant is open Sunday through Wednesday, 11 to 10, Thursday through Saturday, uh, 11 to 11. Then the brewery hours are slightly different. Sunday, 11 to 10, Monday through Wednesday, 2 to 10. Thursday and Friday, 2.30 to 11, Saturday, 11 to 11. So how do you know exactly? Have you been to this brewery before? I have not gone to the brewery. I could stay local when I drink, mm-hmm. and Houston's scary, so. Mm-hmm. I got gotcha. <laughs> you. Have, have you been to Houston? I've never, hardly ever been to Texas. Hmm. <laughs> we, we should go on a brewery tour. That would take it a would while, take, but yeah. like, yeah. at least a week. Oh, at least. We'd have to hit, like, two or three a day. Well, it's research, so yeah. Yeah, we could sure. totally do it. So tax right off too. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Dolian, Jamie. Sure. We'll document the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing. So I, I'm kind of curious. The brewery looks super nice. It kind of mm-hmm. looks, it reminds me of Weldworks in Colorado, kind of polished like that. Has, you know, the wood type of thing. The menu, their food menu looks unbelievable. It's been a while. It's been around for a while. Like that brewery's not a new one. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty big one in Texas. Carbon. So it, how's distribution down there? Because it looks like they do a ton of beer. It's everywhere. Everywhere, like yeah, you can pretty much get it wherever you're going. Hmm. Interesting. Rich is just gonna fly down close to there and then mm-hmm. get that cherry limeade rattler. Oh my gosh! Oh yeah, that looks so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Like we picked these up our local H E B. H E B carries everything. I don't know if you've ever experienced H E B. No. It's an experience. H E B. Heb. 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 What's a heb? Um, it's a grocery store, but it's huge. It's like a mega grocery store and they carry everything. Hmm. Lots of like we go through and just pick the beers out, like all of the craft beers. Okay. You have to ask Seitner about it. That's where he went. He's like, oh, why is this available? <laughs> why am I not surprised Seitner's been here? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. hmm. That was the other. We were just sitting at lunch the other day and he was like, hey, remember, maybe it was today. Yeah. Uh, He's like, hey, remember that picture that uh, that Jeremy and, and Heather posted mm-hmm. with all the beers on the chalkboard just like a couple weeks ago? I said, oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I was just there. Like, he just went there. Yeah, Craft 96. <laughs> That's a, another good one. We've got breweries everywhere on the south side. Wow. So from what I could tell, I looked on their website today a little bit, too. Um, they have seven different IPAs on. Wow. And those cans that we saw. We like IPAs. I mm. guess so. I they have a Rosé Brut IPA. I'll take that right now. I know. I figured you'd be into that. If I knew about that ahead of time, I would have had Sounds weird. I've never had oh, one. Oh, man. It probably is weird, and it's probably good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be yeah. very dry. Very dry. Um, they had Rattlers. They had a Kolsch. They had um, their Seasonals. There was a Stout. There was uh, that Christmas, like a Spiced Ale. Mm-hmm. Um, they Yule. had all sorts of stuff to try. Like yep. it would have anybody's palate would be able to be hit in this place. Yeah. Yep. 
tons of tons of stuff, and it looked like they I, they showed cans of all of it. So I don't know if they can it all or yeah, I would you can guess get it all. Yeah, yeah, we could probably go up there and just pick up some and hmm. bring it back up. All right, well, uh, you leave on Friday. I'm going to give yeah, you a list, okay. and then next get a suitcase. Come back. Next week, you can bring us a suitcase. Coming, I'm coming back with a suitcase. Boom! There we go. Okay. All right, so tell me about the Crawford Box. Like, what what is that there at? It's Minute Maid Park still, right? Is that right? Yeah, it is. So tell me about that. What left field? Like, what's it like? Yeah, it's totally left field. Okay. It's, I don't. Okay, so it kind of juts out, right? It's on third base. Yeah, mm-hmm. left field. It comes out just a little bit. You've got probably like uh, I think about twenty rows okay. that just come out there, and it's right before. It's right underneath where the train goes. Mm-hmm. Like when we hit our bombs, and then there's those brick. Yep. Yep. Fenced in area. It looks like next. So to it's it. just you right. just sit there and you wait for the balls to come. Are they cheaper tickets than? Are um, they regular price? I think. No, I think that they're a little bit more than even sitting maybe in your right off of third oh. base. I think it's a little bit more because you have like such an advantage to for where you're at. Mm-hmm. And there's like a bar behind it. There's all the eating areas are kind of right back hmm. there. So it's kind of like prime seating. Be great for like batting practice. I yeah, bet. Springer oh. sits like right yes. underneath you and everybody likes to watch Springer. You jog Springer and yeah. Jog around. Interesting. So, mm. That's I think it's more of a girl thing. But. I always wondered if it well, that might be. <laughs> if, like yeah. if it's like the rock pile there. Have you been to Coors Field in mm, uh, Nope. Nope. So they've got this special section in left center of Coors Field. It's kinda elevated a little bit and they're the they're cheaper tickets. Like mm. they at one point, like when the Rockies stunk, they were like five bucks a piece. Oh yeah. But they called the rock pile. And it was just they have beer specials and all kinds of stuff, but it's right out there in left center. Hmm. Well oh. that's a long way from do you know plate. where uh, yeah, true. the Royal Stadium, where you guys have the waterfall? Yeah. Same spot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Same, almost same exact spot. Okay. Oh. That's where we sat when we went to the Royals game. Out there in the porch right. on that side, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Cool. See, and I remember Kauffman State, this is where the Royals play, Kauffman mm-hmm. Stadium. Yeah. Back when it was just a concrete just yeah. mess. Mm-hmm. There was just nothing. Yeah. And I remember that was one of the first, that was the first Major League Baseball game I ever went to. This was when Bo Jackson was still playing. So yeah, we're talking mid to late eighties. Yeah. Oh yeah, Kevin Seitzer was Dating playing yourself. short. It was uh, Steve Balboni, remember? Oh yeah, he was. He's still our all-time home run leader for a season. Steve Balboni is. Yeah, interesting. First base, another first baseman. Uh, Frank White and George Brett and guys like that. And You're hitting me right in, yeah. the, in the fields, man. And those are my guys. We went to that. We went to that first game and we walked in and it was just all concrete. And I thought. Hot as hell, probably. Oh, so hot! That really like crappy July. astroturf. It's really hot. Garbage. Yeah. And I thought this is this is a major league baseball game. Hell like yeah, I, it is. Oh man, for us tough ones, yeah. It I is. guess. But then I have since gone back a number of times. They've done a lot of renovations. Oh there. yeah, they it spent looks good. millions of dollars. And everybody's in blue. That was like the weirdest mm, thing. Yeah, yeah. And that huge stadium across the street. It's like that's where everybody goes on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So cool. how how many games? I know no, your husband's a very big fan too. Yeah. Like how many games do you make make it to a year? I mean, uh, what we've been trying to do is get on into the out of state games or the out of our city games to see other mm. like fields. We really like that. That was fun. We went to Oakland and then we mm. came here and Oakland. How was that? Um, Oakland was a bad. What was really cool about Oakland is such an old stadium, so you get that like old like it, this is how baseball used to mm-hmm. be played. So it was nice and. The Royals was almost the same way. It's just like an open stadium. Like you don't get a lot of fluff. It's it is what it is, and that's that's the way the game was played. When you look at what 
Texas Rangers are doing. Like the Ranger Stadium is beautiful and it looks cathedralish, mm-hmm. but they're op- they're gonna go and they have a no hold another stadium they're building right now that's yeah. gonna look like the freaking the dome that they have already, which isn't Ooh. fun to me. I yeah. mean, no. ours in Houston, it stays closed all the time. Like we have an open stadium, but it always stays closed because it's so hot. Hmm. So it's like, what's the point? You know, like it's just, like I guess back I never to baseball where you're sweating outside and you have to drink beer. I yeah. never realized it was technically open or it could oh yeah ours can open for sure no that's not baseball to me though i know and that's what like miller park up in uh wrigley north there in in milwaukee yeah that's i'd love to go there someday i want to go there someday too that's fun i'd love to ride down the slide Mm -hmm. i sent a nurse to go do that the brewers yeah Yeah. that was her like dream and we got her in on it and she rode yeah the brewer slide that's cool it's cool can you ride the train in the outfield there? At, no, at no. Only the conductors up there. It's like really high. Mm, yeah. When those bombs hit, like sometimes they hit the, that train and mm. you know it's a good one. Like That would have been out of the park in any other field. Why did they take the, in this in center field, oh, yeah. there was that weird little triangle. Do you remember that? It was that? a hill. You they brought it up in. The hill. Yeah. They brought it in. With the, with the flagpole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the middle of it. That was some old school design somewhere. Super yeah. tribute to. Weird. I really think people just were getting hurt on it. Like how so can too. you yeah. not just like run into that and hurt yeah. yourself? And it like brought in a lot of those runs that wouldn't have scored home runs. True. That was like, if you could just bomb it right there, you were making it. Yeah. You know, mm. it was easy. You get the weird carom off yeah. the wall there. And it yeah. was, mm-hmm. yeah. It was easy. Scott definitely has to have one of the most interesting outfields in the baseball mm-hmm. at that stadium. You know, they redid that stadium in Florida so that we could practice at it. It looks exactly like Minute Made out in Florida for our preseason. Uh, oh, where you play spring training? Uh-huh. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought you meant the Marlins there for a second. Yeah. No, no, like, no, no. Sorry. Yeah. So you can training. practice there. <laughs> American League team can own it. <laughs> Nobody else a, is going. Still a team there? Poor Marlins. Yeah, mm. they're the only team worse they, than us right now. Aren't they the Rays or is that their mm. subsidiary? No, Miami. Mm. Miami Marlins and the Tampa Bay Rays. Tampa we just Bay had this Rays. conversation before you came in here. Yeah. Oh, mm. well, About, I'm sorry I missed it. Dolan thought they were still the Devil Rays. Yes, the Devil Rays back from that movie. He mm. wished they were the Devil Rays, mm. I think. He likes a little evil stuff now and again. I think so. I think he does too. Well, I mean, yeah. he's he's in a band. He's virtually, I know he's got a tattoo. He worships Satan. It must be something like that. He's a hardcore guy. <laughs> right, right. We're Listen. gonna hear some really good poetry out of this guy soon. Could Someday, be. maybe. You never oh, know. Yeah. Nope. yeah. Oh, oh, he's doing it right now, I think. I've said yeah. a lot of mean things to Dolan over the years. Yeah. Or over the years, over the he's past year. He's storing them all up for his oh, yeah, memoirs. They're, they're all on record. Mm. That's unfortunate for you. <laughs> it's true. That's true. <coughs> Interesting. So, all right. I, I, is you ready a, for this? I'm, I dude, it. I haven't even hit my research yet. Yeah. It says, did you happen to see what it pairs with, this beer? I, uh, I wrote it down. Okay. They suggest pairing it with ballpark hot dogs. Yes. <laughs> Why not? Cracker Jacks, peanuts, yep. nachos, and the seventh inning stretch. And the Blue Bonnet song, like, the Texas stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the, Deep heart, in the heart of Texas. Texas. I know that from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Not from <laughs> Texas. So I did a little research today on Cracker Jacks. Oh. So I was like, hey, it's paired with that. Jacks. Let's find out about it. You know? I love this. Uh, it's called the greatest snack ever made. It says it right on the box mm-hmm. or the bag if you buy it in the store now. Mm-hmm. Uh, guess what? That was a German guy that made it. Gosh. Can you believe it? Those Germans are awesome. He showed up to your town, Chicago. Yep. After the fire, 1872. Mm. He rolls into town. He's going to help clean up 
and he's going to sell some popcorn on the corner to help, you know, oh, make, make ends meet, right? Mm-hmm. And his brother ends up coming and meeting him, and they have a little family business. Uh, they start making this recipe, which is basically popcorn, peanuts, and molasses, and they melt it all together, hmm. and they have this delicious snack. First time it's ever sold in public, 1893 at the Chicago World's Fair. 1893? 1893. Okay. Wow. And they called it, this is this is so catchy. Are you ready? Yep. Candied popcorn and peanuts. Mm. That was original. Get uh, your yeah. candied popcorn and peanuts. <laughs> See, it That's sounds really good. long. Yeah, it is. Long. It um, worked. The other things that were at the Chicago World's Fair that year for the first time, the Ferris wheel, mm. Aunt Jemima pancakes. What? Mm. Ice cream cone. First time they had ice cream cone. Really? Uh, awesome tie-in, not related to this beer, but there's a book called Devil in White City. Mm-hmm. It's like a historical, um, I guess it's a historical book about the Chicago World's Fair and slash, make sure the slash is there, a big slash, uh, one of the, at least United States' biggest serial killers of all time, tied mm-hmm. in the same time. And they're making it a movie. It's been in the, for a long time, people have been trying to buy the rights to this book. Um, it's amazing. So such Who's, a great book. Who was the killer? Who, yeah. Because I, um, like, I like that kind of stuff. I can't, I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but he owned this, like he bought a business. Um, it was like a jewelry business. And he bought a building on top of it in, in Chicago. And then he killed the people that were um, the business owners on the bottom level and uh, started making the business one big thing. So he kept buying things on the street and making it a bigger and bigger, bigger place. With a, in, um, his thought was to make it into a hotel for all these people that were going to come to the World's Fair. And then he built all these like um, rooms that you couldn't get in or out of. And oh, he had like God. these trap doors like and um, all sorts Ooh. of like places that you could cut open bodies and dismember them. And he like killed a couple of his wives. And uh, I don't That's think super they ever, premeditated. Really, ever really caught him. But um, didn't really catch him. No, I don't think so. I hope he got stuck in one of those rooms. Um, he, I know he definitely got out of Chicago. I can't. It's been so long since I read the book. He went back to Germany. He might have. He kept going west. He was. <laughs> he had a whole bunch of different identities, and um, he was. It was before, uh, like for, it was kind of the beginning of forensics, like fingerprints and stuff. For mm. years, and that sort of stuff. Do you know? 1893. 1893. Oh. So it's an awesome book. Wow. It's an audio book if you like to do those sorts of things. Hmm. But I read it years and years ago. Interesting. And I think. DiCaprio bought the rights to make it into a movie. Yes. I think I love so, him. Uh, but that's tied into the same stuff. So it's, this is the same time of of when this Cracker Jack okay. stuff is happening. Hmm. Uh, in 1896, they registered the name as a Cracker Jack, uh, which was a saying back then that meant it was good or awesome, basically. So Cracker Jack was like, "That is really great. That's Cracker Jack." That's what they would say. <laughs> we and should start snack, that. Totally the snack start was Cracker Jack. Super cracker Jack they called it that. Um, in 1916. Uh, the kid and the dog end up on the packaging. Yeah. His name was Sailor Jack, and the dog's name was Bingo. Sailor Jack was the grandson, modeled after the grandson of the guy that created the snack in the 1870s. Which has nothing to do with sailing. Mm. Nope. He was just in a sailor <laughs> outfit, that picture. Uh, sad to say, he died six months later. Oh. Pneumonia. Um, but he... Uh, the image that they used has been on it ever since, mm-hmm. yeah. and his grandfather loved that image so much he had it carved on his own gravestone when he died, and Aww. it's in the Chicago. Um, Love that kid. Famous cemetery in Chicago. You oh. can see his. What gravestone about the prizes there. inside? You got some info Let's on that? Let's do it. I do. Yes. Are you ready for hmm. this? Let me turn my page. Here. I love a the, lot of people got their wedding rings from that j- box. I've heard that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I just love the dog's name was Bingo. Bingo. B-I-N-G-O. If you Man. want to sing that. All right. 
Let's see. Okay. The dog's name was Russell, by the way. The real Russell. dog. R U S S E L L R U. No. Not as cool as Bingo. Oh, okay. It doesn't work. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, let me get to my other things. Oh, 1896. They created uh, packaging the box to keep it separate the peanuts and the popcorn because it was getting all stuck together and weird. Okay. Uh, and then in 1899, uh, that packaging, the molasses was eating through the box. So they're like, well, we've got a new way. So they put it in a bag. People. In a box. Probably. Mm. I'm guessing so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see what else. Oh, 1908, Take Me Out to the Ball Game is written. Okay. And that's written by a dude who's 29 years old in New York City. He's a vaudeville performer. He'd never, ever been to a baseball game in his life. He was on the Ninth Avenue train going to where he was doing a performance. There was a poster in the... Uh, Sub, are they train, yeah, like, like train the, station, I guess. Sure. And it was a poster for the Polo Grounds where the New York Giants played baseball. And he wrote it on the train on the way to work. Puts Cracker Jack in it. It's tied to baseball ever since. He's never been... He was never at that at time, a game. had never been to a game. Wow. Uh, in 1910, they started putting coupons in the Cracker Jacks. What? So you could collect them, and you've got a certain amount of them, then you could send them in. Mm-hmm. Um and they had a catalog, and you could pick household items and stuff like that. Hmm. So it was geared towards adults. Uh, and that lasted about two years, and then they started putting in toys. Mm-hmm. And they did that all the way up until 2016, but not until the 90s. From the 90s to 2016, it was just like um, Bazooka Joe comics yeah. and like mm. paper stuff. They just cut the cost mm. way back. Yep. And and then in like the 2009 to 2011... Um, they just put in like redemption codes for internet stuff. So it wasn't yeah. even anything at all. Oh, I like the rings. Mm. People collect that stuff. Yes. There's a, there's a uh, big market for those prizes. I looked at a website of some guy that has more than anybody in the world. Mm. He's like He has written a book. There's like three or four books, like price guides about the different things. Wow. Uh, let's see. What else? Um, there were baseball cards in there for yeah. a couple of years. Too. Guess what? Nineteen fourteen. Little hologrammy ones. Mm. Remember the holograms? Those I, I do know. remember those. those. These are old, old timey though. Nineteen fourteen and nineteen fifteen. Yeah. They had a card set, mm-hmm. and if you could have one, if you had a full card set, it's worth a hundred grand right now. Yep. And one of those cards is Christy Matheson, and mm-hmm. if that's a mint, that's that one alone is worth forty grand. Oh yeah. But the other players they had was Hannes Wagner, Ty Cobb, and Shoeless Joe Jackson. Mm-hmm. Shoeless Joe. Jackson. One of the first Joe Jackson cards was ever was yeah. was in that set. Before the kid and the dog were on it, their mascot was um, two brown bears. Okay, so kind of like the Cubs, bear, brown bear maybe. Interesting. Um, they had a postcard in 1907, and it was just two bears and a picture of Teddy Roosevelt with a gun, and it said, please don't shoot us, Mr. President. <laughs> and that was their advertising <laughs> for Cracker Jack back then. And Teddy liked to hunt. He did. Yeah. Yeah. He was all the way. most yeah. famous American at that time. 1964, the Borden Company bought out Cracker Jack. Okay. And then in 1997, Frito-Lay took over, hmm. and there was this conspiracy for a long time that was uh, finally proven that the amount of peanuts, and I'm going to say that very carefully, the amount of peanuts... Mm-hmm. Um, was dwindling in the boxes. For sure. I remember mm. that. So they went and they did a little like independent research study and they found out in the 20s, there was 25 to 30 peanuts okay. per box. Per capita. Mm-hmm. And when Borden's owned the company, when they made it, there was 12 to 15. Oh. And Frito-Lay, there's six to eight. Ow. And then they started complaining about it on the internet, as you can do, and they Jack bumped it up a little bit. peanuts up. They yeah. did. And then... They've kind of kind of fallen off. Mm. And in 2004, this is the last baseball tie-in I have for this, the New York Yankees, boo. Mm. Uh, they said, you know wah, what, wah, Cracker wah. Jack, F you. 
What? F no. you. Crunch and Munch is where it's at. Oh. Bring in the Crunch and Munch. Because guess what? By that time, Cracker Jack's in a bag. And they're like, this is not baseball. We need it in a box. Crunch and Munch is in the box. Give it to us. What? And the fans said, F you. Oh. Good. We want the Cracker Jack back. Yes. Yeah. Even though it sucks and we don't get toys no more. <laughs> It's so, part of baseball lore. Crunch and Munch was there for about six weeks, and, and then they were out. Take that, George Steinbrenner. Yeah. Uh, was he still around? Nothing happens mm, good in New York. Ghost. No, I don't think so. Gosh. So that's what I know about Cracker Jack. Interesting. This is a fun. You can make it at home, by the way. I got an Alton Brown recipe. If you're into that sort of thing, you can make it at home very easily. I like me some Alton Brown. It's like four. It's like four ingredients. It's a lot of brown sugar, right? And yes, in molasses, brown sugar, yes. molasses, right, popcorn, yeah. peanuts. That's pretty much it. That's Bam. pretty much it. Are, are they still using molasses then? I mean, is that still part of the the process? I assume. I, I don't. Th- I think it's more um, butter and brown sugar. Fruit. Uh, what do you Corn call that? Syrup. Corn syrup. Corn syrup. Budweiser yeah. doesn't like to use. <sighs> yeah, nothing stays the same. I guess nothing. Nothing stays the same. No, except for Cracker Jack. People mm-hmm. seem to still like it for baseball. I, I don't. I don't know if they sell it. I don't. I know they don't. Well, I don't know. I guess I can't say that. I don't know if they don't sell it like in Omaha. <gasps> oh yeah, there's Cracker Jack here. Oh yeah, yeah. Is there? Do you guys state? know that this benefits the Astros Foundation? Oh, tell us about Look it. Look at you reading the can. I was just saying, we just put a little bit of money back into the so, Astros Foundation. So like they're uh, they're charitable. I'm sure. Yeah, they're charitable. They go out and help Houston hmm. be Houston. I'd drink another one if there was one in front of me right now. Mm. Oh, that was good. Yeah, it was. Very I brought good. a six pack. Very light. Yeah. So let's look up the, uh, let's check out the old untapped. Yeah, let's see See it. what it says. What's that? Untapped? Yeah. Oh, oh you know, it's Facebook for yeah. beer nerds. Oh, okay. It's okay. great. Yeah. Dolan showed us all about it. Totally. Okay, so 3,387 ratings. What do you think we've, this is 3,000? 3,000. That's almost, that's more than BGO's hits. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> 3,060. Um, I'm going to say this is a 3.64. <laughs> <laughs> that is ridiculous. Three point six three. Holy what? crow! What? That was close. Out of that's five, crazy. Is this like out of five. Stars? Yeah, out of, yeah, five. Oh, out okay. of five. That's not a bad rating. No, that's no, real good. not at all. That's Fifteen really IBUs on this. I didn't see that on the can. So I don't know what that means. Uh, bitterness. The oh, it wasn't bitter at bitter all. Unit. Yeah. yeah, not bitter. Yeah, it was not bitter at all. Sorry. Not one bit. Wow. So, uh, Mr. Five over there, what are you going to rate this thing then? I think I'd go three seven five on yeah, this one. That's what I was going to do as well. So I'm going to be a total newbie, mm-hmm. like a noob mm-hmm. beer drinker. Yeah. I like my blondes, and okay, I, yeah. I kind of kind of drink stouts and all of that. Like, would where would this like? How does a blonde measure up as far as like your alcohol by volume? Are those like twos? No. Oh. At least if it's if it has alcohol in it, if they're gonna call it a beer, yeah, it has to at least be like four point five. Oh, okay, so that's why I was so like, this is good. Mm-hmm. I could drink this all the time because I mostly go like blondes. Yeah. Or so the only difference really is just the okay. the flavor profile, the okay. maltiness of it, and the color. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it's good. Alcohol content should be very similar to what okay. you're used to. Perfect. Yeah. So you could yeah if you yeah this is a very easy beer to drink. Mm-hmm. For sure, I could. Yeah, for sure, it was really good. So as our as we've talked about uh, gateway beers yeah. before, right? What what gets you started into other ones or yeah. whatever? So if you drink blondes or lighter mm-hmm. colored ones, the Bach might scare some people away because you automatically go to those heavy Bachs. They think it's a dark, yeah. right? And that is definitely not the case yeah. here. It was good. Not not one bit. I think maybe the four point five percent would kind of give you a clue that it's not. It shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if you know what that is, then mm-hmm. you'll that'll tell you right away kind of what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I do like that it, it specifies on there that it's beer as well. For whatever reason, that must be some weird Texas law. What do you mean? Right, look it has right, to look say beer right on the can. Yeah, you see where it oh, says beer. It just says beer. Yeah, beer. Right I there. Think, uh, isn't that something up here too? Like, isn't that wasn't uh, yeah. Scott talking about that they have to have that on their logos or their labels? It has to say beers on it somewhere or yes. something like that. So yeah, and I can't remember what exactly it, it might was, just be the uh, FDA or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whoever does that stuff. Yes. Government agency. Yeah, whatever, I bet you so. if we looked, I bet it says, I bet it says beer on most all those on things. On all of them. Like, just make sure you're drinking a beer. Mm. Yeah. No, I, Do they sell that at the Astros game? I would assume, yes. Carbox mm. probably mm. got a good foothold in there. I'll have to, next time I see on the so. TV, I'll see if I see any other signs or see something. See any of there. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be hard to miss. Yeah. That's one of those old school kind of logos too remember those old i love uniforms, this like this early is, yeah. 80s sort of oh, stuff yeah it's a good with the ball coming out of the astrodome yeah that uh mm-hmm. yes yeah cool. all right well heather thank you for joining us yeah, no thanks. thank you that was fun and uh thanks for bringing us the beer so bring you more beer i'll make you a list for next time then. absolutely <laughs> all right i aim to please all right we'll all see right. you next week okay